0: This is Sports Best, presented by Reposted on the Reposted Podcast Network. Coming at you like a USPS tracking number that has changed delivery dates three times in the last oh, three days. Horrible. He is Larry. I'll be home between eight a.m. and noon to meet you, Olson. And I am Andrew. Just leave it on the porch, Keller. Have you found a, a difference in your new home on how packages
1: get delivered? So amazing. We like live in kind of like an apartment complex type thing and mm-hmm. they can call us and we can buzz them in and they can oh. leave it inside our door. And it has made a world of difference as opposed to our old place where I had to sit on the porch and the pirates would come.
0: It might just get taken. I mean, yeah, we have a porch now and stuff gets, it can kind of get hidden in this vestibule. We have a camera. If something gets stolen, I don't know what we're going to do with the footage other than be like, <laughs> oh, that person stole a package. Fortunately, it hasn't happened yet. We send more expensive things directly to Nicole's office.
1: Damn you, porch pirates. You're going to hell damn it well the big sports news this morning comes off the field all 30 major league baseball owners voting to lock out the players creating the first work stoppage in baseball since 1995 all league business now freezes meaning there can be no trades no free agent signings no players can go to their teams and work out owners and players working on a new collective bargaining agreement lots of issues in here mr keller it is december so we're not going to freak out yet Opening day set for March 31st. They're probably just doing some posturing. But the main thing is, I don't know if you paid attention at all how baseball players get paid, but their clock starts the minute they get to the minor league. So, like, an NBA basketball player, it's kind of that way for all the leagues now. Young players, there's, like, a scale. Like, it's automatically set how much money you're going to make when you come into the league. That lasts for six years in baseball. In your sixth year, you can finally sign a big – no – It's actually longer than that. They want it to be six years. You have to play for a certain number of years before you can sign your big contract. Baseball players want that to start earlier, and they want it to start earlier with some metrics. So if you hit like 40 home runs, you'll be eligible to sign a bigger contract earlier.
0: I mean, I might not be correct in this. I think it's there's a minimum set. And if you're better, you can sign a, a bigger contract when you're younger. It's not like, oh, this is your rookie year. It's Are you saying that is the way it is now? Hmm? The, the way it is now, I think no. it's just setting a baseline.
1: The way it is now is that your, your service clock starts the minute you come up to the big leagues, and then you have to put in a certain number of years, and stats have nothing to do with it. Now, you go to arbitration at the end of that deal, and they can then it kind of gets set on this court case. But no, right now, you're set with a standard. So you said if you're drafted, every rookie makes the exact same. No, 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 There there's, but it's, it's far less than a free agent deal. There's a, sure. there's some sort of it is. metric they figured out. Yeah. I mean, which is the, the same way. The in the NFL will make more than that,
0: but they're, well, they're which, trying to raise the baseline,
1: but it's bottom line. It's the same way in the NFL, same way in the NBA. You, there, you get slotted into some certain, like right. the first pick you get this much second, blah, 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 blah. but baseball, it's longer. you like, you have to put in like, Once again, I think it's like six years of experience before you can sign a free agent deal. The players don't like that. They want it to be earlier. They also want the um, luxury tax to go up. So it's 210 million bucks now. They want it to go up to 245. They would like to be no luxury tax whatsoever. They want all this because they say baseball is an $11 billion industry and they want a bigger slice of the pie. And so they're digging their heels in as to how much money they should get.
0: Arguably, baseball players have longer careers and don't have to be as good of shape. I don't know uh, Pablo Sandoval, David Wells, <laughs> Gal- is it Carlos Galarraga? I mean, I don't think those guys could to play a minute in the NBA. I don't know if I mean, yay for them for trying to get more money and they positioned it to get a lot of time to make that happen. But if we're in midsummer and they're not playing baseball, I think people are going to blame the players more than they are the owners. Like the fans being like, "All right." So I looked it up. The minimum wage last year for a baseball player was seven hundred five hundred and seventy thousand dollars. The average American made between fifty and fifty five thousand dollars, and minimum wage ranges per state, but is about twenty thousand dollars a year. So while the the big people behind the curtain. Are maybe the reason this is happening. The players are kind of public. And I think if it doesn't go through,
1: the public, I would say, would blame the players more than the ownership. Yeah, it does seem like because it's really because we see those play, we know them mm-hmm. better than we do, like the owner of the Texas Rangers, who I don't even know who that is. So yeah, I think we right. do just we just blame the people we know. Right. We we see that X players signed this landmark
0: deal but we don't see the net worth of the ownership right so it's more of the there so i mean hopefully they can get some more money it makes sense percentage wise but i think if it goes to the mats and we're not getting the product we want in the summer people are going to be upset i love when it goes to the mats i love going to the mats a little head and arm a little (laughs) wrestling move for you well speaking of money brian kelly who we talked about earlier this week is his contract, I guess, kind of got broken down. His base Ooh. salary is $400,000 a year. That's it? Yeah. Then he gets like weird incentives. So if he's there for the full season, he gets his $8.5 If LSU becomes bowl eligible, he gets a $500,000 bonus, which, I mean, if you're only winning six games, it's not that big of a deal. I think it's just kind of creative ways to come up with it. I would say, also, it's weighted to his his bonus on top of his 400k salary, goes up every year. He's in the contract. I don't think he's going to make it the ten-year contract. LSU is kind of cutthroat. And if he does win national championships like Nick Saban's doing, then it'll be worth the investment for LSU. But I mean, it's just a lot of a lot of big dollar signs for him. He's like in his 70s, right? Brian Kelly? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I would
1: have guessed he was 65, but I don't know. Well, yeah, I mean that's funny cuz what's the odds that he gets to 75 coaching LSU? I mean, to your point of the 10 like I I thought it was interesting to give him a 10-year deal. I mean, I think if he
0: keeps winning, he's 60 years old, Nick Saban, Bill Belichick and Seattle coach Pete Carroll are all 69 or 70. So I mean, he can he can do it. But I mean, LSU also has the booster power to be able to buy people out or kick them out as did Notre Dame and he lasted five years at Notre Dame I think
1: since we're talking contracts Lincoln Riley left Oklahoma for USC he gets a five-year 110 million dollar deals also USC is going to buy both his homes in Norman for five hundred thousand dollars over asking price adding up to a one million dollar bonus buying a six million dollar home for him in LA and unlimited use Of the usc private jet 24
0: 7. the caveat for that jet is him and his family he's not going to have that much time to use the jet and i mean head coach of these programs you don't have that much free time
1: like once again if you just think this is all funny money and the colleges are actually learning institutions you're on crack Uh usc had to pay oklahoma 4.5 million dollar buyout to get him out of oklahoma Uh by the way usc is paying its former head coach that they fired clay helton 10 million dollars to go away so that's 14 and a half million dollars just to get the right coach and they're not that's not a salary
0: yeah i mean they have a ton of money i mean their published revenue last year was 50 million dollars but there's all sorts of boosters and there's all sorts of it's it's a lot of money to us because we don't have it but in this in the scale of that type of a program with the amount of merchandise and how much people care i mean sc football is a staple I, I would say they would be in the top five of what college football is and so yes it's big money but uh it's not that much for them
1: listen I am uh, a member of the Pat media Institute Pat media is my agent you actually have a real agent and I wonder if these negotiations with these agents are like let's just put everything in the mix like back in the day uh I think it was Van Halen said they only wanted green M&Ms in their, yeah,
0: in their back-
1: backstage. Like, you put all these things in, like, did the agents go like, hey, you know, we want use of the Jet 24-7, and they they didn't balk on that one. Like, they just throw stuff in there and see what sticks.
0: I mean, the thing with the rider is they put that in just to see if people are reading it. I don't think yeah. people actually cared. Oh, so, like, maybe, like, uh, what was it called? Pork bellying? It's something that they do in Congress. They, yeah. they slip those things in there. Yeah, maybe the Jet was like that. I love to be a family member of Lincoln Riley being like, yo, I'm going to go get a, a steak at the Bellagio tonight. Uh, who wants to come? Like,
1: right? I mean, anybody in his family, I guess, can essentially, if nobody's using the jacket, just, right. yeah, fire it up.
0: I mean, I guess I got to go on 23andMe and see if I have any connections to Lincoln Riley because he's going to be, I mean, SC is half a mile away from me, a
1: mile away, so... Yeah, I'm guessing his
0: house won't be in Compton.
1: Let's meet Napomo. Go to Jocko's for the steak. You got the USC jet. Let's go.
0: Right? Oh man, the possibilities are endless. Yeah. Well, I guess going from the highest (laughs) net worth people in sports to California School for the Deaf and Riverside. It's a K 12 school that's public. Oh, I guess it's public. It's free. I don't know. Uh, they have a football team and they made an epic run this season. They finished 12 and one and they played in the CIF Southern Section Division II Championship on Saturday and they lost. Uh, but it's, it's crazy because they've posted six losing seasons in a row and something clicked this year. I remember hearing years ago i think there was a deaf football team in texas and the the thing i watched on them was they used a drum to uh like a huge drum to do the the snap count they could feel the vibration in their chest i thought that was kind of cool
1: can i make a confession uh on this edition of sports best sure i ever never cried in my show prep until today watching this video about this riverside deaf school Now this was cool these guys like the part that caught me the most is like you normally when a football coach is given the pre or post game speech, mm-hmm. you watch the kids, they're looking around, they're picking their nose. They don't, they're not listening to the coach, but like all of these players are glued to the coach. Cause he's given sign language. The only way they can get his message is if they're looking at him. And I was right. so taken by these kids, just staring at this coach given sign language that they, it, you could just feel the passion of these kids.
0: Yeah. I mean, also like, one game away from a championship is a devastating blow emotionally. I, something that was interesting that, that popped out, I looked up a couple of their games. So they beat Desert Christian 84 to 12. They beat Avalon 62 to 51. Catalina. And they, and they lost 74 to 22. These are like weird basketball scores. They're
1: so high scoring. I don't know what it's eight man football. Oh, there you go. So, so I, I think it's more like, I don't know if. I've never watched the name man team, but I feel I mean, like it's more flag football than it is like, no offense to the, to the deaf school. Right. I mean, it's, uh, organized when,
0: sports in general are just a great life lesson. And these, everyone involved with this team will probably be better for having been
1: there. another part of this documentary, the mini documentary was when they get word at halftime that one of the coaches is saying like, you're making me look bad. We're losing to a deaf team and oh. they come back and the and and they're like yeah they're making fun of you because you're deaf you're not good enough and I was like man these kids are just I, all the stuff that they have to deal with in life
0: mm-hmm.
1: and that they get a go and have this and the coach his last speech to them after they lose this state championship game is that you guys are winners you went 12 and one that's mm-hmm. unbelievable for a deaf school I'm, I was just so happy for these kids
0: yeah, I mean, I think probably a week or a month from now they'll be happy about it, but I think the sting of losing a championship game stays with you for a little while.
1: I have gone to a deaf church before where there was no word spoken. It was only like sign language. It's it's a surreal experience. It is it's, – yeah, it's powerful. Where was that? Uh, it was like in Fremont, I think. Fremont? Back in the day when I was a Christian DJ. You remember when Fremont was potentially going to get the A's? Yeah! That was, a, that was a weird time. They're going to be in Vegas. They went. They could have gone to Freeman. Now they'll be in Vegas.
0: Ugh. Oakland.
1: Guess who is a fan of the no-no fun zone? That would Me. be <laughs> Steelers coach Mike Tomlin. Steelers wideout Chase Klippel wants practice to be more fun and Tomlin said, quote, he asked him to play music at practice. Sure. Tomlin said, quote, I'll, I'll formulate the practices and I think that he should practice being a whiteout. Mm-hmm. So I, I, if your team's not doing so well, you get a suggestion from the player. Can we have some coach? Can we have some music at the practice? I, I, I guess Mike Tomlin's like this old school guy, like, hey, you don't tell me what to do. I tell you what to do. It does seem like maybe music would add a little bit of level. At Steelers are five and five. Maybe they make the playoffs, but it sort of seems like they're circling the drain at this point. Maybe some fun should be added. Uh I, I side with Mike Tomlin on this one. I think oh! football is not a
0: democracy. You get a, uh-huh. you, you have to follow your leader into battle. I mean, there's okay. so many parallels between the military and football that like, you can't be like, oh, hey, Mike Tomlin's been the head coach of the Steelers forever, and you got yeah. this whiteout being like, hey, let's change things up. And he's like, no, I'm in charge. Shut up and go catch passes, and I'm on board with that.
1: Yeah, we like our football
0: coaches mean.
1: Well, I mean, do you –
0: are the, are the uh, Patriots known for being a fun-loving, easygoing team? And I don't think so.
1: Well, uh, we'll see. I mean, I, my point is, yes, you're right. Mike Tomlin's been there forever. But if he has a couple more seasons like this, he's not going to be there for much more longer. So sure. maybe music lightens up the mood and they reset the trajectory of their season. I don't, I don't see any coach doing something that they don't
0: think is appropriate just because of an offhanded suggestion from yeah. a wideout. Yeah i would agree with that but to the back to to, to the uh, beginning of the story who loves happy no fun time and it was me
1: <laughs> correct so mr mean go.
0: i think ripping clothes off is fun and apparently <laughs> so does roy mcelroy uh it made it the rounds after he uh blew a 54 hole lead in dubai he ripped his shirt and a bunch <laughs> of images came up and he's uh Up in new york now for the hero world challenge and he had his first press conference and one of the people said nice shirt it's in one piece and roy quickly came back and said it is it's another joke you tried to make that's not funny i feel like roy needs to have a better sense of humor about what's going
1: on with his shirt and his anger listen if you're a public person which rory Mm -hmm. McIlroy is very and you tear your shirt during a tournament you're going to get some heat for that And And once again, if you fight the heat, you're just going to get more heat. So maybe you just take it.
0: Yeah. Go back to the elementary school playground. When someone gives you a stupid nickname and you fight it, that's when it sticks. If someone calls you something that you don't like and you ignore it, then no traction is given. It is kind of a
1: ridiculous picture with him signing a scorecard and he's got the ripped shirt.
0: (laughs) Yeah. You see his aerial (laughs) hanging out and saying hi. It is.
1: I'm sorry, Rory. You're rich. You're famous. You got to just take the t- torn shirt comments.
0: Oh, one more thing about this hero world challenge before we move on. Is there any irony that hero is a motorcycle company and Tiger Woods is the host of this and he almost died in a car crash? Motorcycles are a little bit more dangerous than cars. Is there irony there or am I looking too much into it? Like irony, haha, or like irony, the world is speaking to you. It's like the irony is the world speaking to you. Maybe you get a different name sponsor i I don't know maybe he should be maybe there's nothing there but to me i was like well first of all i didn't know what hero was it took me a minute to figure it out it's a motorcycle company and the guy that almost lost his leg i don't know made me think maybe it doesn't land on you like it did me
1: i thought you were saying euro world championship like the greek sandwich oh
0: see that's what they should do that would be delicious
1: that's where i thought you were going with that
0: well, USA Today reports that if you text random phone numbers, you might get a chance to chat with an NFL team. I feel like what you're doing is talking about butt And
1: I love a good butt dialing story. To me, everything gets better if you have a good butt dialing story. That's what I... Do.
0: The Notre Dame Prep High School in Michigan had a text chain going with some of the basketball players and someone accidentally put in a wrong digit. And this text chain of the team, someone responded, did you mean to send this to me? They're like, yeah. Ended up being Sean Murphy Bunting. He is a Michigan native and a receiver for the Tampa Bay Gronkineers. And uh, they ended up getting on FaceTime with them. They were in the locker room and not friend of the show. Rob Gronkowski came on for a while. Tom Brady said Hello. So I mean, the takeaway for me is I just need to start texting random numbers and be like, "Hey, are you a professional athlete?"
1: I definitely have wondered, like, if does Leonardo DiCaprio get like these fake calls, or like, do famous people get these all the time? I think celebrities change their
0: numbers pretty often, and they have a code name, and so when they they're like, "Hey, it's uh, McGruff the Crime Dog," and then that way you know that's who their that's what their new phone number is
1: oh that's interesting so i can't
0: mm-hmm. just randomly butt dial george clooney i mean you can he might pick up but like you can't text it's this was a a long shot i should have queued up larry's long shot for this but <laughs> uh i don't know it's kind of cool it's uh why would that that's so weird i wonder if sean murphy bunting is going to remain on the text chain and maybe if they go deep into the playoffs he can go to a game
1: I'm just trying to also figure out the odds that if you're a high school football player and that you would get the phone number to an NFL player and then become friends.
0: I don't know if they're friends. I think he was just he had some downtime maybe in the locker room and thought of something to do. But I mean, if you think, let's say there's 300 million people in the U.S., how many 200, let's say 100, like not much, 100 million people have cell phones. There you go. I mean divided by the number of people that play professional sports. It's not a very good chance. It's not a very good chance.
1: Yes. The odds are low. The odds are low. I yeah. want to know what are, are the odds are like that I'm going to get Leonardo DiCaprio, George Clooney, Brad Pitt. Is that going to happen in my lifetime? I size? feel like if
0: you're at that level, I bet you Leo doesn't even carry a cell phone. He probably has an assistant with him all the yeah, time like that deals so with that's those That's what those. I want. You want to be the assistant or have No, the I
1: want to have an assistant. I don't want to call that my wife and I never have to carry a phone. Yeah. I want oh, that.
0: You could do that. Damn it. And you could save on uh, cell phone bills.
1: <laughs> that would be great.
0: Well, this has been Sports Best. We're going to go search for a family plan for the uh, people on this show. We'll see you next week. I'm Andrew from Larry. Thank you for stopping by.